Hey there, this is Ian Pruckner, and welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. Hey everybody, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Byproduct Podcast. This is Ian Pruckner. I'm so excited to be kicking off season two with you. Season two, this was a an idea, a request. People said, hey, I love your uh, teaching, I love your mentoring, I love your coaching. Can you produce a podcast? And so he said, well, let's go ahead and produce a podcast and see how it is received and reviewed. And you guys have uh, just blown me out of the water with the incredible reviews, uh, the shout outs on social media. I've heard so many incredible stories of how some of these episodes have impacted your life. And uh, so I'm excited to be back with you for season two. And if you could do me a favor, hey, share and rate this podcast. That would mean so much to me. And I know it'll mean so much to the people whose lives are improved by the information. And today I want to talk to you about the power of finishing. The power of finishing. See, the world is full of starters, but void of finishers. Guys, starters are a dime a dozen. There are all sorts of people who start all sorts of things. They start diets, they start businesses, they start relationships, they begin to act on ideas. The world has no shortage of starters, but it does have a shortage of finishers, people who will stick through to the end and finish what they began. Finishing is a very, very rare quality. It's almost as rare as common sense, (laughs) right? And listen, people who finish what they start in any area of life are going to dominate the population at some point because it is so rare. See, listen, everybody has excitement when they begin. They got a new idea, a new relationship, a new diet they're excited about. There's excitement to begin. And at the end, at the end when that finish line is in sight, there's momentum for the finish. But see, most people miss it in the middle. They miss it in the middle when they can't yet see the finish line and they're away from where they began and they begin to second guess, is this going to be worth it? Do I really have what it takes? Can I get this done. And see, finishing is so valuable precisely because nobody does it. Finishing is valuable because nobody does it. And here's what I want you to understand. Here's a truth, okay? Finishing and quitting are both habits. We either have a habit of quitting things in our life or we have a habit of finishing things in our life. Which one do you have? See, if you're anything like me, I was a perpetual quitter. I quit everything I started. I quit sports. I quit music. I quit all sorts of things. I quit skateboarding. I quit relationships. I quit everything I got in contact with until I had a defining moment in my life when I realized, Ian, if you keep quitting, you're going to have nothing left and nobody left. You've got to stick it through no matter how you feel. Feelings are liars. And they're terrible leaders. And they will destroy your life and all the things you could have done and could have become. You've got to get in the habit of finishing. You've got to stop stopping. See, the truth is this. Okay, the truth is this. If you simply stop stopping, eventually you'll get to your goals. If you keep moving in the direction of your goal, of your dream, of the target that you are that you are playing for, that you are fighting to achieve. If you keep moving in that direction, eventually you're going to get there. Now, the speed with which you move determines how quickly you get to that destination. But if you simply stop stopping, if you're taking notes, that would be a great note. Stop stopping. If you can get yourself simply to stop stopping and you can continue moving one step after another, even if it is inch by painstaking inch, eventually you're going to finish what you began. See, 
The truth is, in life, there are very few ways to lose unless you quit. In life, there are very few ways to lose unless you quit. See, when we fail, we learn. Every loss brings with it lessons. It teaches us, why did, why did I lose? If we examine the loss, in that examination are the answers to that loss and the solution to create a win. See, we also get pressure to build up in our life. Nobody likes losing. Nobody likes coming up short. And eventually, we'll either hate losing enough to change or we'll hate changing enough to lose, right? And when we hate losing enough to change, we snap, we, we break, the flip switches, and we, be, we begin to enter into a new level of power where we begin to do the things we were unable or unwilling to do before. See, that, that only isn't true when we quit. See, when we quit, we hit the pressure release valve in our life. There are very few ways to lose in life other than quitting. And the fact is, listen, the journey to your dream is going to be difficult. It's going to take you longer than you thought. It's going to cost you more than you expected. You're going to be forced to face a lot of tough decisions. You're going to have to get better. You're going to have to look in the mirror, face everything you're not, and overcome those things, overcome those obstacles, overcome those challenges. You're going to have to get better, right? And all of those things are uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable. Right? Think about them as a form of payment towards your goal and dream. They're like down payments. Every uncomfortable situation, every adversity, every obstacle, you're making payments into the deserving jar of your dream. Right? One of my favorite quotes is that you can't guarantee success, only that you deserve it. What does that mean? It means you've paid the price for that dream. But understand that when you quit, that price was paid in vain. You paid a price with your suffering. You paid a price with the things that you had to overcome, with all the crap you took along the way, but you never got the product. You wouldn't go to a store, pay 70% of the price of that object, and then just leave it there. You'd figure out a way to get the rest of that price paid and get it, or try to negotiate it, but you wouldn't just leave it there. But that's what so many people do with their dreams. They pay a price sometimes for years, but their feelings get in their way. Their feelings distort reality and they quit, okay? And those payments are in vain if you stop. So you already made the payments to life. You might as well at least go get your reward, <laughs> okay? And the truth is this. You're much closer to your goal than you think. You're closer than you think. Or at least you're closer than you were, which is ironic. If you've been pers uh, pursuing your goal, for any period of time, okay, you are closer to that goal than when you began. And yet you began. You began because at some point you thought it worthwhile to begin that pursuit. And so it's so funny to me to watch people who put in time, effort, and energy, sometimes money, other emotional investments, and then quit as if somehow they're further away than when they began. But that's not true. You know more. You've done more, you've got more experience, and you have made some form of headway. And so that doesn't make sense that you would stop even though you're closer. But that's where feelings come in, right? Our feelings deceive us. We think, well, we should, we should be further by now. If it's ever going to happen, it would be done. And those things simply aren't true. Success doesn't happen when you think it should. It happens when you have earned it, when you have created enough value to obtain it. Okay? And so listen, why do people stop? 
I love studying people. Why do people start worthwhile things and then abandon them? In the middle, I think a lot of times we can learn from people by watching what not to do just as much or more as we can learn from them by watching what they do, right? And so people stop for a number of reasons. The first reason is lack of clarity, lack of clarity about where they're going. They simply don't really know what they want. I want to lose weight, but they don't know how much or by when, okay? And so when you don't know where you're going, any path will get you there, including the path of stopping, quitting, right? If you don't really know where you're headed, what does it matter which direction you're headed, right? So number one is they lack clarity. Number two is they have underestimated the cost and time of the journey and overestimated their skill sets and competencies, right? So they think, well, I'm better than I really was, and I thought it would be easier than it actually is. And so now what what sounded like a good idea to begin that value profits uh, proposition has uh, has has stopped it it has minimized right okay the proposition is minimized it doesn't look the same now because we realize oh this costs more than i thought and i'm not as good as i believed right and so they underestimate that on the journey okay when success doesn't come as quickly and as easily as they imagine they give up The third reason that people stop is they lack emotional connections to their outcome. Okay, they lack emotional connections to their outcome. It'd be nice if they won, but, you know, they're not going to kill themselves to go get it. It'd be nice to win the lottery, but if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. See, listen, it's got to be the end of the world to you that you do not follow through on your goals because the truth is it is the end of your world. It's the end of your dream. It's the end of your ability to trust yourself, to set a goal and to accomplish it, to believe that you have the capability to do that. You've got to get emotionally connected to what you want. Fourth is they don't believe that their actions will attain them the result that they want. They think, well, if this was going to work, it would have worked by now. I must be doing something wrong. You know, maybe there's something else to this. They just don't believe that by doing what they're doing longer, that they're going to get closer to their end result. And fifth, and probably the most prominent, is people get distracted by shorter term, easier to obtain goals or things in their life, right? Pleasure, uh, short-term happiness. They tend to sacrifice what they want most for what they want now. And you cannot win in life perpetually doing that. You've got to understand that if you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want becomes a sacrifice. Okay? And so fifth is that they get distracted. So many people are distracted. And the truth is distraction equals destruction. Okay, you've got to stay laser focused. Listen, think about your focus like a like a pie. Okay, there's only so much of it to go around. And so if you cut the pie into three pieces, okay, you're focusing on three things, but the focus minimum, the focus um, so, sort of critical mass, if you would, the amount of focus necessary to achieve requires half of the pie, but you've cut the pie into thirds, then even though you are putting some focus in, it is not enough. It's not a critical mass to achieve what you need. And so because you lack focus, you eventually lack the ability to see it through all the way to the end. Stop getting distracted. And so listen, the the fact is this, so many people almost get there in life. One of my mentors 
uh, a multi-billionaire had taught me that almost is a way of life for almost everybody in the world. They almost get there. They're almost finished. They're almost done. They're almost over the hump. He said they're almost in almost everything in life. And you cannot be an almost person. Nobody pays for almost. Almost people never make history. They never change the world. You've got to finish it. Almost doesn't cut it. You've got to stop being an almost person and stick with something until it's done. And the fact is this. The truth is that finishing is simple. Finishing is simple. It's much easier than people make it seem. You simply keep moving in the direction of the goal until you get there. No matter how long it takes or what you need to go through along the way, if you just keep moving, eventually you're going to get there. So I want to talk to you about some power thinking that'll help you become a great finisher in life. And the first thought that I want you to understand is this. Number one, I'm closer now than I was before. I'm closer now than I was before. When you're, when you're tempted to give up, when it seems hopeless, when the end seems so far away, when the summit seems so much more of a climb and you wonder, will I ever make it? Is it going to be worth it? The fact is you are closer now than when you began and you began. It made sense to you then. It should make even more sense to you now because you've already paid a price. Okay, number two, I win or I learn unless I quit. Quitting is the only thing that brings no value in my life. Folks, losses bring lessons. Heartaches bring toughness. Obstacles bring resourcefulness. The only way you lose in life is to quit. I win or I learn unless I quit. Number three is that effort only fully releases its reward after I refuse to quit. See, life tests us. It asks us, how bad do you want this? How bad do you want your goals? Because anything worthwhile in life is going to be a fight. Life isn't going to give you what you'd love to have or what you think would be fantastic. It's going to give you what you fight for. Are you really fighting for your dreams? See, fighting doesn't mean having adversities. It means overcoming adversities, right? It doesn't take any fight to have a challenge. It takes fight to overcome that challenge. So there's some power thinking. Here's some power beliefs. Here's some power beliefs, okay? Number one, being in the habit of finishing makes me an extremely valuable person. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care uh, who you are. Being a habitual finisher makes you valuable to all of the relationships in your life, employment and otherwise, okay? And so understand that when you're tempted to stop something small, understand that you're reinforcing that habit when it comes to bigger things. Finish what you started, even if it's small, even when it becomes inconvenient, because being in that habit makes you extremely valuable to the people around you. Power belief number two. Finishing creates confidence that you can use in other endeavors. Finishing creates confidence that I can use in other endeavors. The fact is, when you finish something, you create an emotional release in your brain that is addictive, right? It fulfills a lot of the, uh, the receptors that lead to happiness, to joy, to peace, some of the emotions that are most profitable in our life, there's a release of that when we accomplish something. That's why if you work off of a to-do list, you've often heard that you should have 
the easier to accomplish things up front because you get a win under your belt and you feel better about what you're doing, right? Life is a feel-good, do-good business, right? Life is a feel-good, do-good business. And because you're feeling good and, and you have that sense of accomplishment, it gives you momentum. Finishing creates momentum and it creates confidence that you can then use in other endeavors. Hey, because I finished that, I believe I can finish this. Because I finished here, I believe I can finish there. And what you believe, you eventually act on. Okay? Finishing creates the confidence that I can use in other endeavors. Power belief number three. Finishing allows me to trust myself. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Finishing allows me to trust myself. Okay? When you are in the habit of finishing, you begin to believe you. Why? Because you started something with the intention of completing it. And so when you do complete it, you view yourself subconsciously as trustworthy. I said I was going to do something and I did that thing. Okay? And folks, the most important relationship you will ever have in your life is the relationship you have with yourself. And the fact is this, many of you are struggling right now. And you're stuck in this perpetual, almost done sort of deal. And you start things and stop things. And you jump from thing to thing, opportunity to opportunity, person to person. Okay, looking for things to change because you don't want to change. Right? Looking for things to be different when the truth is this. Right? You just haven't built the trust with yourself. You start something and subconsciously you already know you're going to stop that thing. And so you don't trust yourself to take the risk. You don't trust yourself to make the investment. You go into things and you're waiting for the other hammer to drop on you. You're just waiting for something to go wrong because you don't trust yourself. You, don't, you haven't built that finishing muscle. Finishing allows me to trust myself. And if I don't trust me, why should anybody else? If you don't trust you, why should anybody else trust you? You need to establish self-trust first. And you establish self-trust by finishing what you started. By proving to yourself that you can set a course and stay that course until you have what you want. Finishing allows me to trust myself. So let's talk about some power actions. Some keys to finishing what you started. Number one is remember why you started. Take a second. And, and write out the three or four reasons why you started what you are currently struggling to finish. Why did you begin? Get clear on that. Get emotionally connected to it. What did you want? What did you want? Why did you begin? Get crystal clear on where you're going and why you're going there. Take a few minutes, write it down. Don't just think about it. Put it on paper. And that leads to... Power action number two, which is create a deep emotional connection with the outcome. Why is your life going to be better? Because you finished. Why is the world around you going to be better? Because you finished. Why does it matter that I finish what I began here? See, people tend to be emotionally connected to the path instead of the destination. Am I going to like this? Is it enjoyable? Is it something I can see myself doing? And they look for easy paths and then accept less than stellar results, right? Somebody told me once that the successful start with the end in mind and will do anything legal, ethical, and moral to attain that end. He said everybody else looks for a pleasant path 
and will accept whatever ends that path produces, right? In, in other words, you know, they look for an easy way, something they'd enjoy doing, and they just go wherever that path takes them. They don't bother to think about where is this path actually going to take me? It just looks like a nice path. Like, hey, whoa, hey, that looks like a fun path. That looks like, right? And, uh, you know, they don't stop to think at the end that there's a, you know, a dream monster killing all your dreams at the end of it. They just walk down it because it looks easy. Looks simple. Other people are walking down it, right? You've got to understand that you've got to get emotionally connected to what you are fighting for. Because when it gets tough, okay, when it gets tough and you're not thinking clearly, your feelings are distorting the facts, you've got to have that deep emotional connection that says, it doesn't matter what it looks like. I keep moving no matter what. Get connected to the outcome and stop looking for an easier way and start looking for something worth your very best, right? And finally, number three in power actions is make a plan ahead of time about how you're going to handle adversity. Make a plan ahead of time about how you're going to handle adversity. Because folks, listen, emotionally charged decisions are rarely right. We are, we are a fallible species, right? Okay, we have a problem making good decisions in the heat of the moment under emotional duress will almost never choose correctly. And yet so many people find themselves in that battle when it's toughest, when it's hardest, when the world is crashing in around them. And then they expect themselves to make life-altering decisions about whether to pursue, whether to, to pull back, whether to continue, whether to fight or to walk away. And that's exactly why most people don't win. They don't finish because they're making those choices in a situation where making the right choice is nearly impossible. Make the choice up front about what you're going to do when adversity hits. You decide up front, when I have adversity, because it's not if, it's when, when I experience adversity, here's how I'm going to respond. I, I'm going to recognize it and say, I've already made the decision. I don't need to decide now. I've already made the decision. That when something like this happened, here is how I was going to respond. Make a plan ahead of time about how you're going to handle adversity. One of my mentors early on in life, before I was in business, he, he taught me something really, really valuable. He had me do an exercise, and I want you to do this exercise. I call it the garbage can, okay? The garbage can. What's in the garbage can? All sorts of gross stuff, right? Like, like you don't want to be dumpster diving in life. You throw something away, right, that you didn't mean to throw away, and you're digging through. You got chicken juice on your hand. Smells weird. There's who knows what in that thing, right? Like, it's gross. Nobody wants to be pulling through the dumpster. And so I call this the garbage can. And what he said is he said, Ian, I want you to make a list of all the things that you might have to deal with, overcome, or encounter along the way to the goal that you are pursuing right now. What are all the nasties that you might have to, might have to plow through on your way to what you want? And this sort of flies in the face of positive thinking, right? Because he was basically saying, what are all the things that could go wrong? What are all the things you're afraid of? What are all the things that might challenge you or break you? And instead of Pollyanna-ing them, right? If that's a word, pollyanna right? Instead of being Pollyanna about them and just pretending they don't exist, write them down and face them now. Make a list of them. Look at all those things. And he said, Ian, if you're really serious about what you want, 
sign that list at the bottom and put a date on it. That you have seen that list and you have put yourself in contract that you will, you will go through and fight through each and every one of those things if that's what it takes for you to win. And it was a very sobering experience because what it did is it showed me the potential cost of the win. I had things on my list like people might think poorly of me. I might lose some esteem temporarily from broken skeptical people. I might, um, I might not have total control of my time for a little while. I might have to get better. I might need to invest in myself. I might need to work weekends or holidays. And I had this whole list. I might need to sacrifice financially so that I can keep my business afloat. Right? I made this whole list of all the things that I really didn't want to have to do, but I would if I needed to. And I made a list that had about 25 things on it. And I looked at it and I committed to it up front. And the funny part was very few of those things I actually ever had to encounter. And the reason I didn't have to encounter them is because life didn't need to bring me that test. I passed it up front by recognizing it and making the decision up front about how I was going to handle that. And that's what life expects of us. If life doesn't know where you stand, it will bring you a test to determine where you stand. But if you can make a stand up front firmly on a great foundation, life won't bring you many of those tests because it knows you're already going to pass, right? And so make a list of all of the things that you might have to fight through, all the nasties, all the things that you'd rather not deal with, but might be a reality. And if you're serious about what you want, you commit to those things. And the act of committing to those things makes you very powerful. It keeps you in clear mind when everybody else around you is going crazy. It lets you make the right choices when the right choices count. So guys, listen, be a finisher. Finish what you started. Some of you need to go back and you need to finish what you began. Some of you have some projects that have been shelved for a little while that need to be completed. Go finish what you started. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. I want to invite you to connect with me further. You can find me on Instagram at Ian Pruckner, or you can text the word Pruck, P-R-U-K, to 484848 for exclusive access to some incredible bonus content and an entire suite of tools to help you along your journey to success. Until next time.